These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so mm -hmm. they can't appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. People just want to know that they're, they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it. Hello and welcome to the Open Journal podcast. I hope you're well. I hope things are good for you right now. I'm delighted to say we're joined by a brand new guest today. I am. I did have to question whether this was a new guest because I've had so many conversations with this person already. But I'm delighted to say Anna is joining us today. Some of you may know Anna from other online conversations, interactions, potentially the Mental Health Blog Awards. But I'm delighted to have this opportunity to sit down and share with you our conversation as we talk through a few different things. Our conversation is split over two episodes because it was around an hour and a half. Um, so a little bit long for one episode. In this kind of first episode, first part, we're going to be talking a little bit about kind of the, the new year, resolutions, goals, um, some well-being routines, some kind of mental health and well-being support tools that we might use. And there's also a brief introduction to Anna, which is kind of followed up much more in the second episode, which will come out in two weeks time, where we talk a bit more about Anna's blog, um, some of the development to Twitch and co-working streams and gamification and a few other things as well. A really interesting conversation. A massive thank you to Anna for making some time to share some insights, some very personal experiences. I just, yeah, I've really enjoyed sitting down and chatting. I really hope we can do this again somewhere soon. I hope you enjoy the episode. As always, you can find information about the podcast in all good podcast platform places and also on the website, which is openjournalbc.com. Have an amazing week. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Here it is. Anna, it's lovely to sit down with you this afternoon or this morning, possibly where you are. Um, how's your last week been? How how are you? Uh, it's been a pretty good week. I I was having a rough time at the end of December, beginning of January, with some depressive episodes, but it's it's finally been letting up. So it's been it's been a much better week so far. It's such a tricky time, isn't it? I think that's when we started talking. Um, it feels strange. We've had so many conversations and not had a podcast conversation before of having that chance to like talk through different bits. But when I was thinking about like the start of the new year and all of these kind of, I don't know, like stereotypical conversations that start to pop up about Oh, like New Year's resolutions or the like the New Year, New Me. And this year it seems to be like the what are your ins and your outs and all those sorts of things going around. And I just thought of 
someone that we've had like some of these conversations about what happens around kind of sometimes online mental health community but also just as people with our own lived experience as well of how that can impact us kind of through the winter months and the start of the new year and it can be a really positive but also a really tricky time yeah for sure it's a yeah I don't know there are like different campaigns and things that pop up but is it a time kind of for you like in the past is it usually like a more positive time or a more difficult time um what does like winter in the new year mean for you usually it's a very positive time for me um December is one of my favorite months it's my birthday and then Christmas <laughs> and I I'm really close with my family and it's one of the times that we get to have an extended period of quality time together and it's always really fun um but I the past few years especially as I've been dealing with my depression even more um it's sometimes difficult because I just have such low energy and there's so much I want to do um I just feel very limited so it's like I'm having a really fun time but also burning out and sometimes triggering some depressive episodes from it um so that's really frustrating and then also I've been someone who really loves uh the start of a new year even though you know it's just another day but for me it's like it just feels like a new chapter of my life and um I'm big into planners and so I nerd out over prepping my planner for the new year <laughs> and like reflecting on the last year and kind of setting up my goals. Um, but again, this year's been kind of different because I've just been struggling more with my depression and fatigue. Um, and so I've had to approach things quite differently. Mm. Um, I kind of have been the past few years, but like especially this year, um, it's just been weird because again, I'm such a planner. I like setting goals, but I've, I've, I'm trying to, I guess, leave my year a lot more free and like mm. loosely kind of plan things, but just kind of, uh, it's just like the least amount of goals I've ever set in my life for a new oh, year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it feels a very different January to you with that in mind then yeah I think it's so interesting hearing like your process and thank you for sharing that I think I've always been I don't know I get drawn into those like kind of new year's resolution it's December it's reflecting on the year and then looking at what's going to happen in the following year and I think probably for the last I don't know maybe like the last five or six years I think I've really tried to avoid unless there's something I've decided in October or November, I'm like next year is going to be the year I want to do like this big thing or something. Um, I've generally kind of like waited until February to like see how I feel. Yeah. Um, I think because it feels so, well, I felt it's quite pressured to like, oh, this, because mm -hmm. of this day, because of this week, you've got to like make this decision or this commitment to something that is, maybe like quite a big challenge or even if it's something small it's usually more that it's repetitive it's like oh, I'm just going to do this one thing but I'm going to do it every day or every week or mm. um and I think historically like 
not so much new year new year's okay for me but christmas and kind of that winter period has been quite difficult and it's not really the time i feel most equipped to make those decisions or those commitments as well um but i don't know when else unless you kind of go out of your way to make another time there's such a kind of like a societal thing of like this is the time to make your change and to do something and it's like if you don't do it then then there isn't really a push I guess like at another time it's not like we get to I don't know the first of June and everyone's like oh what are you doing in I don't know like the second (laughs) half of the year yeah yeah it's a funny I don't know I know people it works for and people that really have benefited from that but um yeah it's definitely something that I feel like I don't really know what the alternative is at the moment I've just kind of opted for that trying to carry that momentum into February and going then I think that's that sounds quite smart though because you're coming out of the holidays and and kind of recovering and then having more time to to process and decide what you want as your next goals so I think that's a good way to approach it hopefully hopefully I feel like it's been if it works for you I mean (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's been like yeah it has been like it's that I don't know you sort of feel like you're behind but you're not behind Mm, it's just a weird I guess it's just a group thing isn't it even though like I'm talking more wider of if all of your your peers are making those actions or those conversations and you're like I'm not really in the place to do that um it's a slightly shifted thing I guess Mm. um but yeah having that time and also I guess having the benefit of seeing what other people opt to go for like are there some ideas that you didn't have or wouldn't have had and um are inspired by someone else I've seen a few things pop up literally in the last couple of days of people being on like the 365th day of their challenge so obviously something that mm. they started at the middle of last wow. January and I was like oh that's really interesting because that probably means that they decided to do that at New Year and then it took them a week or two weeks to put things in place and then started mm. or or did they decide like mid-January I'm now going to do this it just it was quite interesting it just happened that in the last couple of days I've seen those pop up um of thinking when those people decided to do something that's a daily thing and it's now finishing kind of mid-January. Have, that's a slightly strange question, have you ever had like a big year challenge or like commitment that you've tried to put in place? It doesn't have to be from 1st of January, but something that's been like a year-long thing that you've tried to do just for yourself or for your well-being or or kind of in general um I've I've had a few some uh I personally struggle with the the daily kind of (laughs) same goals (laughs) because you know like once you fall behind and then Mm. if you try to catch up and then and then it's just sometimes then it makes you feel like oh well I've messed up so then you quit rather than keep it going and Mm. um and so I hmm, 
What are some things I've done? I guess one of the more successful ones I've had is I I try to read before bed every night. <laughs> That's just like one of those simpler ones that I finally got into a routine of. Um, I don't I don't think I did it every single night this year but just like to kind of have that as an aim rather mm. than putting pressure on like it ha like I don't know like it has to be every single night and and keeping record of that and um so yeah I've 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 learned to kind of stay away from the daily things <laughs> <laughs> when you said that I was thinking I don't know if you know there's a I think it's, I don't know if it's a one second video or like a photo a day thing. Um, and the idea is like you take a one second video or a photo a day for the year and then it turns it into like a longer video. I'm actually uh, doing that. Are you doing it? Right, so I, for, I for, forgot about it till you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tried to do that about four, it was three or four years ago and I lasted three days. <laughs> <laughs> just the daily thing didn't, it didn't work for me I had the aspiration to do it but I think there were too many sort of days where I, too many days it was three days where yeah. I just <laughs> um I don't know like a lack of motivation or feeling like oh there's not something different or exciting enough mm. happening um and I think because I I felt that like immediately it then made me think I'm only this far in there's going to be loads of days that are quite similar and it just I think it switched me off straight away mm. whereas maybe if for me maybe if it was like a weekly thing I don't I don't know it just it just didn't like you say it wasn't the right thing at the right time it didn't click um I yeah I'm actually I forgot about that till even though I've been doing it so far every day I forgot about it till you mentioned that um I've tried it before and usually didn't make it past like a month or so but this time I've tried to set it up um, where I have like a notification that goes off oh, every day. Cool. And then also I have, I made it into like a widget on my phone. So mm -hmm. it's like right there on my screen. And on the, like when I open oh. my phone, it's like right there, big. And, oh, yes. um, it like, if you record it for the day, then it like shows what you did in that little box. And, and so whenever I open it, um, I can see like, oh, it's blank. I didn't do it yet. Um, oh, and so far good. that's been helpful. I mean, we're only 15 days into January when we're recording this, but that's a lot more than I, the three I managed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I forgot. That is something I guess that I'm doing daily. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, but something but I've new set it up differently year. to, yeah. Yeah, to try to set myself up for a uh, greater success. <laughs> it does. It, do, it definitely makes a difference. I think having that opportunity to do something different as well and I guess it's like a challenge in its own way isn't it like sometimes I think oh it's nice to have something that tests you but even that to some extent I guess for us to get it into our routine is a yeah. challenge in itself and proving yeah. oh I, that is something I can adapt to or add in or adjust in my own like daily life I suppose mm-hmm I also like I, I'm so time blind and so that's also what makes it difficult for me <laughs> to have like those kinds of daily goals because I don't even know what day it is 
<laughs> but again, having that, I guess having that knowledge and knowing, like you say, I need the notifications to pop up and it needs to be obvious when I use my phone. Yes. And I think adjusting, you know, often when we talk about like sort of support for our well-being or for our mental health and there's a, uh, sometimes slash often um we can fall into this like oh that works for me or it doesn't work for me and it's learning like oh how could that be adjusted or tailored or yeah. does it doesn't work for me right now like I couldn't mm-hmm. do it four years ago but maybe I could do it next year like it, rather yeah. than just going oh that doesn't work and hearing you talk about oh I had this aspiration like I, I tried it it didn't quite work I, but I want to try it again and so I've done it differently and yeah. I think a good um like thought process to go through like if people are considering um well maybe not new year's resolutions now by the time this episode goes up but maybe your february resolutions um of how those things can kind of fit into your your routine or even if you're considering like new well-being activities like how do you add that into your time if you're already really busy if you're studying working um you've got other activities or responsibilities and it's like oh how do I add in this time for myself to um kind of be mindful or craft or yoga or whatever it is um I don't have time for that it's working out how does it work for you it doesn't have to be an activity that takes two hours can you do something for five minutes and actually that's a really valuable way to um make that change for you yeah Yeah. And for me, it's been kind of, um, uh, I don't know if compromise is quite the right word. I, I, I have such a bad memory and I just, I've always wanted to be someone who like keeps a daily diary, like a journal and write about things, but I just cannot keep up with that habit. Um, and so I feel like this like little one second everyday app is kind of my way of having something but it's more doable like more realistic for me because instead of taking the time to write in my journal and then when you miss a day it's kind of hard but like with this it's like it's literally just recording one second every day that's just something that's a lot easier and quicker and but then it like kind of I like the time I did do it even though it was only for like a month or two it was just so cool to go back and see that Mm. Um, and yeah, I just feel like it's my more manageable way of trying to remember things and, and, and have kind of those records. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like I have a lot more motivation for it now. Um, and that's just something that hopefully will work better for me than, than like journaling or so so it makes me want to do it but I it's also trying to fight off the disappointment of if I didn't keep it up for more than like a week yeah well it's still if you keep it going even if you don't do it every day there's so many days in the year so it's Mm. still kind of cool like even if you have like 15 days total out of the 365 like it's still (laughs) kind of fun to see (laughs) yeah that's true that's true I guess of getting caught up in that like you were saying earlier, of not being tied to that mm. commitment of like, oh, you've got to do this every day at 11 o'clock or, or yeah. whatever, of feeling that pressure to 
if I've decided this is a daily thing or a weekly thing, if I miss one, it doesn't mean that's it, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just means you've missed one. That's cool. Like next week's next week or tomorrow's tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Something to reflect on for my February aims. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think in one of our kind of previous conversations as well, away from the podcast, we've talked about sort of winter being like a tricky time as well for for many of us that are affected by kind of mental health illnesses I was wondering are there like activities or well-being tips or tools or things that you think are like quite useful things or have cropped up in some of the conversations you've had with other people as well around um, things that can support people's well-being Uh, you should always talk to your doctor first, but I recommend a vitamin D supplement <laughs> uh, when you're not like able to get as much sunshine. And um, even right now, like I've come to s- sit next to the window and get some sunshine and that kind of helps a little bit. Um, I have been working on making a little like little little toolkit like little uh like a like I have a little lunch box and <laughs> I put some things in it like whenever I'm struggling with my anxiety or needing to feel grounded or um like I've got some fidget toys in there and whenever I get bubble wrap from a package I put it in oh, there so I have like, I like popping bubbles <laughs> um and in like Canva I've been making a little like list of of like things that often make me happy Mm. of like sometimes when I'm feeling low it's just hard to even think of all the things that sometimes help Mm. um and so I've been making on I've been working on making a little list for myself of some of the things um that I know sometimes like give me some comfort or some happiness, whether it's like, Oh, this is my comfort show or, you know, this is a person I need to remember I can reach out to, or just all those different kinds of things. Um, and so it, so it just like helps me to remember some of the things that, that are helpful to me. It's definitely having those little bits around you. I feel like is a really good idea. Like I've heard people talk before about like, I think because lots of people use different words for the first a something box and sometimes it's like mm. a survival box sometimes it's I've heard it called a fun box it's uh like a mindful box it's whatever you call it I guess of like here are a few different things that kind of help me either when I'm like in a gap period or a crisis period um and the gap period of being like I'm okay, but I'm also not great. And I'm in the weird bit in the middle of, um, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I think again, because everyone has talked about it slightly differently of that bit where you almost feel like, oh, I'd be open to like being made more happy or more positive right now. And then having those things that like just reconnect you with, either grounding or starting you off on like a crafting activity or something like that as mm-hmm. well like I've got the space I've got the time I'm just in a bit of a 
bubble um is really nice and also yeah those times when it's quite tricky you just need to be reconnected with yourself as well um but i like <laughs> i like that idea of like here are the sensory things as well with the bubble popping and things like that because <laughs> my head always drops into like craft because those are the things that mm. i feel like i engage with more and think about more so it's usually like um like uh the the like coloring books or write, having like notes to write stuff down um i've got a it's not with me now i mean at the moment it's a squidgy ball but i've also got some of those <laughs> like the tangle toys that you roll between your yeah. fingers um i've tried the little spinner things but the spinner things don't really work for me um but yeah having those like around you i think is a really nice idea but i've not heard it called a lunchbox before i quite like that it's literally in a lunchbox <laughs> <laughs> except i might need a bigger box because it's really fits now <laughs> i feel like it's the, bu the bubble wrap's quite a big thing to keep in a lunchbox <laughs> Yeah. And um, honestly, you know, sometimes nothing helps, honestly, like, and I just have to wait for it to pass. Mm. Um, and those are the hardest times. Um, but just reminding myself that it always does eventually pass, um, at least for me, <laughs> mm. Um because sometimes like especially when it's like a longer period of depression for me it just feels like it's it's never going to end um and again like sometimes like hardly anything helps and but just to remind myself that it will pass hmm. and knowing yourself well as well to know the things that work for you and that are helpful and like you say it's not going to mean the thing you're struggling with is suddenly disappeared it's likely still going to be there but it helps get you through that moment and feel more kind of in control of yourself or slightly more grounded and able to yeah. ride the wave that comes with that mm -hmm. um uh, anxiousness or lowness that that you can be experiencing um and I think that's where I feel like conversations like these where you get to hear from people that are mm. sharing some of the different things that they do and sometimes like they actively talk about them um as things that are very mindful mental health related like this is a tool that supports me with um with my well-being and other times it can be quite casual and it's like they would never describe them as tools to support their mental health they're like oh this is a thing i do like when i feel mm. a bit rubbish I'm like that's a well-being talk like okay that's not how you're describing it but that's kind of what it is um yeah. and that's what i like from sometimes you have those conversations with people and especially if you're talking to people that are not kind of as active in kind of mental health advocacy or championing um that the language they do and the way they would describe those things is quite different and that's sometimes where you hear those other examples of like oh mm. I w yeah I wouldn't have thought of that that sounds really cool that sounds like a really good thing to like re-engage with yourself yeah and if anybody's making a list for themselves of things that 
can help add Mike's podcast to <laughs> <laughs> the list so you can hear those conversations with people. <laughs> That's a very lovely plug. I, but I do, <laughs> I do think it's podcasts are one of those things, aren't they? I know um, we've had conversations before where we've recorded stuff for your YouTube channel and having the option I think for people to like watch or listen in a quite private way I think is a really valuable thing around mental health because you know it's great maybe some people are watching that at home on their you know their tv but I think often people being able to access conversations on their phone through earphones headphones um makes a difference to that early kind of exploration sometimes of topics that they maybe feel less confident in kind of displaying their participation in oh that sounded like a wordy sentence (laughs) (laughs) um I guess with that in mind like how how did you kind of get started with some of the the conversations that you've been part of not necessarily always hosting but um kind of the the work and support that you do around mental health conversations how did how did that kind of start for you hmm. well um even though i think i've had depression and anxiety for most if not all of my life I wasn't diagnosed till like 2018 um and I started my blog in like 2015 I think and it was focused around personal development um and it still is but as I started learning more about, I guess, like my own struggles um, and trying to navigate that um, for myself. And then also actually at the time I was getting my degree in counseling. So also studying it from that perspective as well, um, which is kind of funny because I was, I was studying it and didn't even know that like I had depression myself. And <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, well, until actually one of my counseling classes, we took an assessment and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Wait, this classifies as major depressive disorder. <laughs> um, the conversation at the end of that class. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I I think I just I I compared myself to others and felt like, who am I to have depression I guess because I felt like okay my life is great like people have it so much harder than me and then so like it just took so many years for me to finally accept like I am not okay um and to try to seek help for that um and so even though like my blog is still mainly kind of like more generally personal development I have had at I've added more mental health related things and then joining in with the mental health blog awards with you as a community leader um I guess that's kind of sparked my journey more into some more of those topics and like as I'm 
like I just know how hard it's been for me and so I just I if there's like any way I can kind of help other people through it as well either that with just helping them not feel so alone or sharing some of the things that's helped me um to like give some more ideas of things to try and and all that um yeah oh thank you for sharing that I think it's really in, again really interesting to kind of hear that experience of sort of self-discovery but but through a different way of like you say it was <laughs> you were studying it with a purpose and with a passion because of like a lived experience but not knowing exactly what that lived yeah. experience would be considered or what what it was um yeah that's both like really interesting but also I imagine very difficult at the time to balance off maybe what that meant then um but also hearing you talk through of the um like personal development and growth and kind of having your focus be predominantly more there um one thing particularly like with the the new year new me type conversations I find linked to that of are there things that you see kind of looking more like just wider population wise of personal growth and development and how that maybe overlaps at times with the things that we talk about in regards yeah. specifically to like oh if you're struggling with mental health or or certain illnesses or symptoms consider these things and are some of those things the same as what you would just be encouraging people just from a development standpoint to be doing anyway yeah. uh wait what was, was there a question there I'm sorry <laughs> kind, yeah, kind of but made really really sorry. long-winded by me <laughs> um so like when you're when you're talking about personal development and some of the things that people can do to help kind of test or challenge themselves or work on their own kind of personal growth are some of those things or do some of those things overlap with when we talk about mental health and mm. encouraging people to kind of better support themselves when they maybe have illnesses or struggles are sometimes those the same things even though those are maybe yeah. different people or in different situations yeah definitely um I mean because whether you have like a, a diagnosed like mental illness or not we all have mental health we all have mental health challenges um and even though it sucks having depression and these things that I deal with um I feel like it's helping me to be able to help others more um because I've uh, kind of like what we talked about at the beginning, I'm kind of coming from several different approaches of like, when I was younger, I, I was very, well, still am, but I, it, it was easier to be like disciplined and set these goals. And I was really good at achieving them. Um, you know, very good with the smart goals and like very, I don't know, like stereotypical goals person. Um, but like, as I've been having quite a few 
years in my life now where I've had to completely change the way I approach things. Um, I, I feel like it's helping me to be able to show other people different ways to approach things. Um, and like, as I'm learning to give myself grace when like, I'm not able, like, there's just so much I want to do in my life, but I'm not able to because of my depression and fatigue. And that's often been so discouraging. And for so long, I tried to operate the way that I used to, like that used to work for me, but what worked before doesn't work anymore as much. Um, and so, I, I mean, I've uh, a lot of my blog also is around personality and helping people. Like, there's so much advice out there that's very cookie cutter when it involves goals, and um, but we are all very uniquely wired, and so already even just if you don't have any mental illness, just even being separate people, different personalities, different things work for different people. Um, and so I was passionate about helping people with that. But then now I have this like extra added layer of when you're struggling with like mental illness and like how to approach that. Um, and so even though it's like been hard for me, I feel like that's one thing that I am grateful for from it is that I feel like I'm able to now help other people. And like, I still myself struggle so much with that discouragement of just, there's just so much I want to do. Um, and I'm just not able to do as much as I'd like right now. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, but just to, to help other people who are struggling with those same discouragements, I guess. Mm, mm, I think we're, we're so fortunate to have people like yourself that share that combination of sort of knowledge around a particular thing like you say the 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 self-development and um kind of self-growth knowledge and information and conversations that you're part of alongside the willingness to go here's my lived experience with kind of mental health and how that has fed in for me for you maybe it's different um yeah but also the openness that sometimes an experience like that brings of when you were talking through as well, saying even without the mental health side, if you're someone that's completely happy, healthy, not affected by this, I mean, like you say, you're going to be at some stage. Um, but there will still be different ways that you learn or feel more engaged or take on board or, or are looking to grow or develop yourself maybe you're really really great at public speaking and so that's not a thing you have particular interest in right now in developing and you're looking more at something else um I think that's a really valuable mindset to have that you don't you don't have to start off I mean we've started talking about like January 1st type conversations but you don't have to start off the first of the year thinking everything needs to be improved and developed it might be that you're choosing to maybe pick one or two things that are things that you're good at but want to be better at or things that maybe you're not quite as good at and want to just gradually improve maybe they're never going to be your strongest suits 
but they're things that you want to be slightly more confident with. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a really valuable conversation to have with people and for them to be able to hear and be part of those with, with someone like yourself as well. I hope you've enjoyed the first part of this conversation with Anna. Again, it was just really amazing to have the opportunity to sit down and actually just have a conversation. Like so often our our talks, our chats have been about things that are going on and campaigns and projects and tasks and just to get the opportunity to sit down and hear some of Anna's thoughts and, and lived experiences was, was amazing. As I say, I hope you've enjoyed this first part. The second part of our conversation will be in the next episode, which will come out in two weeks' time. Thank you so much for continuing to support the podcast, and thank you to Anna for sharing. I'll see you in the next episode. These are real people. They do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves. I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation, so they can appreciate, yeah. It's difficult dealing with our minds, and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything. You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this, this, this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realise how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are. Not only did this help me to write it, it potentially might have helped some other people as well. So it sort of started from there. People just want to know that this, they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things. So many people think they're alone. And then you hear other people talk about it and they think, oh, that's, you know, that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.